demons and does everywhere. Let's have some coffee, a little cream, maybe a little sugar, talk some psychology, and let's work it out. Okay, let's go. Hello, my little chickadees, my little demons and does. Welcome back to the podcast, Coffee with Demons and Does. I'm your host, Carly Pennington, and I have been away for a couple of weeks. Um, I haven't had any amazing stories to tell, uh, to be honest, until yesterday. So this podcast is going to be about dark love. Uh, I've recently, one of my uh, friends in New Zealand, um, she sent me this thing called Dark Empaths. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, So we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about my story and we're going to just talk about some dark things today. So here we go. Okay, so I like to start off the podcast, if I have one, with a story. Um, There has been, as in any, this is any city, um, a lot of uh, sexual abuse coming out with certain men in the city because um, there is uh, an Instagram called The Survivor's Project, and... um, I, it's very informative for people who are dating, but also people who want to tell their story and, and it's anonymous and want to be able to express what happened to them and then be there for the people that it has happened to as well and having that support. And it's also just a warning, basically. So <clears throat> I'm not going to name any names. Um... I'm just going to get into kind of what happened here, but there was a restaurant bar in town where, and I I guess you guys are welcome to guess. You are welcome to message me if you want to know, because I will then give you the names. But uh, there was a restaurant in town that was, um, there was a bartender there who would, taken advantage of women and drug them actually and I don't know all the details of how many but I know there was way too many and one is too many right so that place shut down and then the pandemic hit and so they've been out um so now fast forward to my friend and I went out for a drink and I'm not a big drinker I'm not a big shots person. I just, I, I realized that it's just not worth it to waste a whole day for something that might not, definitely won't be worth it as in an evening of drinking. So we were, we're going to go and have like one drink. She's going to buy me lunch because I'm hopping around and I'm staying at her house. Oh, one sec. I have little boys looking at me in the window right now. Okay, I'm going to take a break. 
Okay, there were just two boys, neighbor boys, that were in my yard picking up their basketball, and they went right up to my window and were, like, staring in as I'm podcasting right now. So back to the story. Um, <laughs> so we went to this place that used to be the place where this bartender did these things. But from what I had heard, and these were, I guess, rumors, is that it was new ownership, new place, new name. Um, the bartender was gay, and he was also our server. So we were like, okay. And we fully asked them before. We were like, is this new ownership? And they were like, yeah, new owners, new place, you know. I obviously did not do my research because this ended up being not true. Um, I found out today that it's the same owners who supported basically a rapist. And um, not only that, but um, the bartender was, I want to say server, was he was the manager, okay? So he was the manager and he was doing all the jobs, serving, bartending, whatever. And he was very friendly at first. Um <laughs> He loved my friend, uh, but when it came to me, he was a little bit cold. And then um, he started bringing us out drinks and shots for free and also did the shots with us and then almost became belligerently drunk. <laughs> and luckily, there was no other customers, but it made me feel almost uh, it made me feel extremely uncomfortable. And this is before I knew that there's it was the same owners so again not saying the name of the restaurant um i'm sure people can guess but that's a, by their own research um so I, one of the funny things is is that this this man who was the manager um, things were a bit weird like we realized there wasn't anybody on the patio we just wanted to sit on a patio and the food was subpar. The cider was flat, which those were little things that we were like, okay, we're not coming back here again for like just the food part. But then he brought us out free shots and did, did it with us. But it was like almost, I mean, I could have said no, but it was almost forced upon us, um, manipulated a little bit and, um, and I was like, okay, maybe this is just fun. Who, you know, whatever. It got kind of out of hand. And uh, energetically, I was fucking drained dealing with this guy. So he guessed. He thought I was. So going into like us talking about horoscopes and stuff like that. And he was telling my friend, like, I just love you. I just want to be your best friend. And and my friend was like, oh, that's sweet. But she was, I could tell she was kind of like, oh, what the hell? at near the end. And uh, with me, he was like, are you an Aries? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, you're an Aquarius, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And my friend was just, she was shocked. And he was like, yeah, we're not going to be friends. Just straight up. Like, so dramatic. You're the fucking manager here. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> dude. Like, don't get on my wrong side because here we are talking about it on my podcast and now you're going down. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. 
don't even fuck with me. But also, like, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I guess not. That's fine. I don't mind. I <laughs> I just met you today. So, you know, that's fine. Whatever. It's all, it's all what it is. It is what it is. And it was a strange fucking experience. So it's a ghost town over there. I feel bad about going to this place. Um, it just had a lot of sun and we were like, this, this will be nice. And it's new owners and you know, whatever. Um, so going into that, um, there was also, there's been a few more, um, allegations about there's one man that I met, um, that worked with my cousin he was another part owner to another bar. There's two part owners that had allegations against them for sexual abuse um, and sexual harassment of the same bar. So things are getting fucking shut down. Like people are not going to want to go to those bars. And they were fired and they were like paid out. And, you know, that's fine. But it's not fine, you know, for the victims. Um, I found out one of the men that um, he's an older man. My mom went on a date with him, which like back in the day, just my mom was like 17, 16, 17. And he asked her on a date, like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Um. There was another one who was an NHL player um, on a certain team in Canada. I don't want to get too specific because obviously it's close to where I live. Um, and I actually talked with him on Tinder when he was 19 and I was maybe 22, 23. Uh, or I don't remember. Maybe I was 24. <laughs> Talking to a 19-year-old. But he was an NHL player, right? <sighs> Big fucking deal. He has allegations now against him. And he has not been playing. And he will probably get kicked off his team. A little fucking shit. And the weird thing is, is that I had told my mom about this experience with this NHL player. And um, she said that she, when she read this post on the Survivors Project, uh she knew it was him because of the way he talked to me. And I don't really remember the way he talked to me. I don't really, I just don't remember, but she does because it was a big deal, I guess. And I just was like, whatever. Um, anyway, so there are all these things coming out and I feel like it is putting a lot of people on edge for good reason. It, people, we should be careful. Women should be careful. Men should be respectful. And just fucking ask the question. Like, for example, I don't like it when a man goes right in to kiss me. Um, I mean, I do. It's circumstantial, right? But if we're on like a second date or something, I, sh I am very closed off when it comes to... Um, the first physical act of kissing or making out or whatever 
or, you know, moving on to that, forward with that. And I love it when a guy says in a romantic way or in a sweet way, can I kiss you? Like how it just breaks the fucking ice. Like, yes, making eye contact and then leaning in together. Um, it makes all the difference to just use your words and communicate. Can I kiss you? It's so hot. It is so hot when a guy says that and confidently or even not even confidently. Like it, even if it's in a shy way, it's sweet. Can I kiss you? Um, and honestly, that will break the fucking ice if and if she says no then be like okay yeah that's and when a girl says no and even if they there's an intention of having sex or like you've been flirting when a girl says no it is such a fucking turnoff when guys pout i get it it's annoying who fucking cares take it be like yeah no no worries let's just chill you know how attractive that is for us? Because we feel guilty if we're not into it, but we're trying to be true to what we feel in that moment. We could have some trauma. Women, and this is for men too, you know, of course. Um, when If a man says no, we need to respect that and not be blaming or shaming them for not wanting because men have also have this stigma of they need to be horny all the time. Well, no. They're not. They're not. I mean, and some are and some aren't. That's not a woman needs to respect and not pout about it either. It's I think it is different if you're in a relationship where you had a lot of sex and then you're not. And then that's where the communication comes in. Like, hey, we're not doing it as much and not in in the moment, obviously, when you're trying to do it or right when someone says no. I think it's okay to say like, okay, I totally respect that. I just wanted to see what was going on with you and um, if there's something I could do or if you just need some time, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, I just, I, I kind of wanted to just bring that up as just a way of communicating with your partners, your sexual partners, your fucking hookups, dude, like, you're hooking up with someone, communicate and use your words. It's not all about body language because, I mean, actions do speak louder than words. Hazel is growling at the window right now. Please don't mind her. If she starts barking, I will just take a break. All right, so we're gonna, we are actually... In a few minutes here, are going to take a break because I want to get into some of the dark empath. Um, there's also something called stonewalling. And I'm going to look that up right now because uh, that's also an interesting thing. Um, it's a good way to respond to a... Um, a narcissist. So we'll take a little break and we will get right into that. And we are back here to discuss dark empath empaths. So uh, my friend 
in New Zealand sent me this little snippet of a dark empath and then I had to do a bit more research. So I looked up a quick YouTube video about what it was because I think when I heard this, it clicked in and I don't know if anyone has listened to past podcast episodes where I talked about a friendship that I had. And you know what? I do hope that they listen to this. And I hope they listen to all the podcasts, which I don't think they do. They don't have the fucking time uh, and they don't give a shit. And they didn't give a shit when they were friends. And this is me talking shit because I was hurt. I was fucking betrayed. So this is where I'm going to go with this. But I'm trying to understand the behavior and why the fuck it happened the way it did. So um, I talked about how I had a friend who... Uh, after my breakup was really there for me. Um, but things were off from the very beginning. Things were just a bit off. Uh, and I, and I would just, I would be like, what is it? I don't, I, she's, she's so good to me as a friend and there's nothing I can say. There's nothing against her I can do. But I always had this feeling that every time I left the room or I left the area, she would talk behind my back. And I just didn't trust it. And I wanted to trust it. It's not that I have trust issues with everyone that I meet. I know it's just a feeling, right? And I would say that I'm a quite empathetic person. And uh, as we all have darkness, I am quite light. Like I have a, a light personality and I have a light energy. Um, I wouldn't say that I, I would, I would say that I try to be dark and I, it's not really who I am. So um, this person, uh, I found out because I actually made good friends with another coworker who came to me concerned and said, you know, so-and-so is talking behind your back like this. And I burst into tears because everything that I thought and felt was true. And I couldn't seem to like wrap my head around it and listen to that voice. Uh, so my birthday party comes around and I've told this story, but just to update you. And, um, you know, we're in, we're up island and I can hear her staying up late with my other coworker that told me everything. And I could hear every word she says. And these were just hateful words about me on my birthday, spreading these fucked up things as if to get my friend to hate me as well. And it was forced and it was desperate. And the way and I thought, that's it. I'm done. I can't trust this person who was my best friend, uh, who I did a lot. I helped a lot. She helped me a lot. And it just was all fake. It was all fake. So when I found, when my friend in New Zealand sent me this, uh, I just, I'm not saying her name just in case she doesn't want me to say the name, but um, I'll ask her later and then I can start bringing her up. But she sent me this name to this, this energy and the dark empath. I did some research. And a dark empath is someone who can use their empathy on a cognitive level. 
and know and understand how someone is feeling and use it against them. So they are an empath and they have empathy, but they use it to manipulate. And one of uh, the traits was to spread rumors and to talk about someone in a very negative way behind their back. Um, and that just clicked for me. I And because my body was angry like my muscles would tense and I would think about this person and I would hate them I would fucking hate them and I couldn't get over it I was like um I couldn't I couldn't let it go because I was like how dare this person I have never been betrayed I would I would rather a partner cheat on me and that wouldn't have hurt as much as this. Um, and then all these things started flashing before my eyes and the things that she did, the things, and I was watching this and, um, it was the way she would talk about things and compliment me and it would be forced to compliment other people and to be forced is to manipulate and like, the trauma bonding so that we can tr we can bond over trauma when I just want to talk about fucking celebrity relationships sometimes and I want to watch fucking dumb shows and I I want to connect with people over pets and animals and and things that are going on in the world and psychology and and you know we can of course we can talk about our traumas but Again, that is not a healthy way to bond. And trauma bonding can happen after you connect with someone more. As you get deeper into a relationship, a friendship. But when someone tells you of their trauma, do not one-up them with your trauma. It is something that is you take turns listening to each other. Anyway, I'm on a tangent now. But so the dark empath is something and they say it is the most dangerous trait it is more it is much more dangerous than a narcissist sociopath it is someone who is what I always say is be wary of the people who are outwardly very spiritual not to say that someone who's very spiritual is going to be manipulative it's not always the case um, but keep your mind open and your intuition strong because there were so many red flags in this friendship. And this is a friendship. It's not even someone who I'm living with in a relationship with that I, it was this toxic friendship that, um, I couldn't escape because we worked together. I couldn't escape. And now the terrible thing is, is that people don't see her the way that I see her. The way that me and this other coworker that I have, who is a good friend of mine, we saw that because she was talking to this other person and she's very empathetic, like an empath. And we're both, you know, on that level. And we're both very light. Um, but now I see that this person, the dark empath, was forcing and faking this light. And that they are actually very dark. But not 
anyone can see it unless they're very in tune. And then, and if they knew this person the way that I know them. So it's tough because I come out looking like the bad guy through my work. And I know people trust me enough to know, and I don't go around talking about our friendship ending, but we still work together. She works there casually. And you know what? Yeah, if she's listening to this, like, I'm grateful if she's listening to it. I want her to hear this. I want her to hear every minute of it. Because um, when I see her at work, she stonewalls me and she's completely ignored me. And I, you know what? I get it. I'm the one that ended this friendship. Um, I know that she tried to make it seem like, I don't understand why you're not talking to me. Um, because I tried to let it fade without having this confrontation, which is not healthy either. It's, it is good to have that confrontation and that communication. And I get that. But what is worse is to pretend like you don't fucking know what I'm talking about when you know very fucking well what I'm talking about. This sounds like such a dark episode, but I want this episode to be dark. I want, I want this out there. I don't even care who, anybody that from my work, from my friends who hears this, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, unless you're a close friend of mine, I'm not going to talk about it, who it is. I want people to be aware of people like this. And I want everyone to be careful who they choose to be very close to. And it's not about trust issues. It's not about, you know, disconnecting from everybody. It's being intuitive on who you let in to your heart and your circle of friends and family and lovers and all this, right? Um, so I'm going to put that out there. Um, I'm still deciding whether I want to do this weekly or biweekly because uh, I'm not getting the same kind of hits that I am worth previous episodes. So um, I do think I want to try and continue either weekly or bi-weekly. I, if you prefer one or the other, please message me. I am welcoming any feedback as long as it's not rude and mean and whatever. Um, I'm probably not going to post this episode on Facebook because I feel like it's quite dark. And I feel like Instagram can handle that. So if you um, see this on Instagram or if you want to follow my handles, it's um, coffeewdemons on Instagram. And my actual Instagram is Carly, C-A-R-L-I-E, pen7 on Instagram as well. So, um, I will now bid adieu, uh, please message me with any questions that you might have about the dark empath, about stonewalling, um, even if about the survivor project also follow for any women, um, and men who are genuinely interested and concerned 
Follow Survivors Project Victoria on Instagram. Um, and obviously, please, if you are following them, you have to be respectful. Read the rules. And um, it is victims who are uh, speaking of their experiences. And we have to believe you, you have to believe them or you don't get to follow. Um, because we should all believe victims of uh, sexual abuse and harassment and every which way it's there's n- no question that it happens all the fucking time so um yes so I I have a few more topics to do I might do another episode next week uh if you have any suggestions for episodes that you'd like to talk about message me message me with any kind of questions or comments or whatever I'd love to see them and hear them and um and make this podcast even better so we'll probably speak to you next week uh it's Mother's Day on Sunday so I don't think I'll be doing a podcast unless I get up really early to do that so just stay tuned um if there's a certain day that you want to hear the podcast let me know okay well Keep those eyes open, your intuition free as a bird, and be careful out there. Love you all.